got a, a 10 and a half year old, we've got a 10 year old, and that's where things start getting really interesting. <laughs> 10 and a half and 10, how in the world did that happen? I was just very open to the idea of growing our family in a different way, even um, even if it wasn't uh, the way that maybe we thought it was going to go um, or, you know, planned or whatever. It just seemed like a good fit. Cultural is hard to say because now we all have the same culture. It's the culture of living for God and the culture of right. church together. But we we don't match. We, yeah, when we go to, when, we, when we go to restaurants, a lot of people will say, "Well, here comes the United Nations." So. <laughs> guys, thanks for joining us today. Welcome to Balancing Life with the Browns. I'm Brent Brown. And I'm Janine Brown. We have been married almost 13 years and have a wonderful marriage. We are excited about life, love learning, growing and sharing with others what we have learned. Our purpose is to encourage and equip you to fulfill your purpose, live a balanced life, be intentional leaders that live with passion, resolve, have strong homes and marriages, and fulfill your potential. We want to join you on your journey, walk with you by sharing our faith stories and others' faith stories to help you face your fears and accomplish your dreams. We're so excited to get started, so get ready. This is Balancing Life with the Browns. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of Balancing Life with the Browns. We're so glad that you are here today. Hey, everyone. We're so glad you're here. We're so excited to be with you. Um, who are we talking to today, babe? Some of our best friends in the world, some of the most awesome people that we know, Ben and Stacy Hauk. Oh, hey. yes. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi. Today? Ooh, we're doing great. How about you guys? Fabulous. We're doing good. Good, good, good. So like I said before, we wanted to get some of the busiest people that we know and figure out how they're managing life because we are all trying to balance this crazy thing called life, aren't we? Absolutely. Yes. Do our best. You guys have a lot going on in life, which we'll get into here in a little bit, but a lot of great things. And I want to say um, on a personal note, I've known you guys since we were all children and um, it's been a blessing all of that time to know you guys as friends. And then, you know, when Janine and I got married, you guys, she was adopted into the friendship. <laughs> and, um, I know she just uh, um, uh, calls you guys friends as well. And I was thinking back today to when we all got to go to a, a Steve Curtis Chapman concert yes. together <laughs> and go backstage and see him. That was that was pretty awesome. That that Good was a, that was a minute ago. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> We've yep. been married almost thirteen years. Uh, next or next wow. week? I think it's next week. So yeah, that was not yeah. long before that. So yeah. <laughs> wow. that's crazy. It was time a good time. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, let's get started. 
So we're just going to ask you all some questions and we're going to let people get to know who Ben and Stacy are. Cool. So how long have y'all been married? This is going to be the test for me, right? So she's looking at yes. me. Yes. No. You know how long. Um, it will be <laughs> 19 years. Wow. June 15. So June 2002, right next to getting the Holy Ghost was the best day of my life. Oh, that's awesome. Did he get the date rate right, Stacy? Yes, he did. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, he did really good. I'm really proud of him. He deserves a pat on the back. And that wasn't oh, even, that's good. like reminders on my phone or anything. So that's yeah. pretty good. That's great. <laughs> we're we're give you a virtual um hand clap right now. That's what we're doing. <laughs> well, that's awesome. So 19 years. You've accomplished a lot in those years. You guys have um how many children? Now, I'm gonna let her answer this one that okay. way. I don't mess it up. <laughs> so, usually when we go anywhere in public, people just stare. <laughs> we have seven. Oh, so, yeah. They're and they're always like, "Are those all your kids?" We've been accused yeah. of, of uh, having a, a first grade class in tow. Yes, uh, that happened at the zoo. Uh, zoo uh, yeah, at the zoo. Yeah. Uh, we they asked me if it was my first grade class. Yeah. And I was like, uh, not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You guys are so blessed. We love that. Um, yeah. So lead us through how all of that happened for the listeners that don't know you. Yeah. So it's funny because when we, you know, when we talk about how many, how many kids we have, um, it, you know, it's, of course, the next question is, well, how old are they? Right. And so you go down, I tend to start oldest to youngest. And I say, well, we've got a, a, a 15 year old. We've got a 14 year old. We've got an a, a 11. No, she's 12. No, no she's 11, 11. 11 year old. We've got a, a 10 and a half year old. We've got a 10 year old. And that's where things start getting really interesting. <laughs> 10 and a half and 10. How in the world did that happen? Um, and, and I'll spare you the details on the other um, emotional roller coasters that I put people on when we tell this story. <laughs> but uh, to make a long story short, um, you know, we, we then obviously tell people that, well, two of them are biologically uh, given to us. And then five of them we have adopted. You the, left off the two. The two nine-year-olds, the twin nine-year-olds. Yeah. You stopped at the. Well, yeah. <laughs> there was some more in there. I didn't yeah. want to, I did not want to leave the twins. Out. We have a they're, set of twins. They're, they're super special. So yeah. Yeah. their ninth birthday. Yes. So yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it just, so they're uh, like stair steps basically. I, you know, we, for so the we, most part. we've got seven kids, uh, all in between nine and 15. Wow. So, you know, a six year, a yeah, six, it's year, like a six and a half span, year span or something. Yeah. Uh, uh seven children. So we're, we're very, um, concentrated right in the, yes. and, and that it, I'm telling you, it's just been, it's uh, actually been great having them that close. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Because I mean, they all have a lot in common. I feel like, yeah, everybody gets along real well. And, and, you know, even the older ones and the younger ones, we can find common interests pretty easily. Um, versus if, you know, we had an 18 year old and a two year old, there's obviously very little that's in common between those two ages, but yeah groups that we've got it's great and and i can't say i'm pretty sure that neither one of us going into our marriage expected 
that we would be sitting here 19 years later with seven children. I, yeah. We never discussed, like, we never had that conversation. How many kids no, do you I, want? As we odd never as did it that. is, we had time. We dated for four I years. I think the thing is, is <laughs> and I have one sibling, so we probably just assumed like we'd have a couple kids and yeah. call it a day. Yeah. I imagine that's, that's kind of what we both just went into the marriage assuming. And, and after our second son was born, um, we thought we were done having children. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of was like, <laughs> feels good. We, we'll be done. But then God started working on us, but started then, working on me but first. But then God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, so tell, so tell us how that all started. I do remember, um, when you guys messaged us, I, I don't remember all the details of how and when exactly, but I remember, um, that you guys were going to take us along for the journey. Um, I don't remember if it, even if it was through social media, I assume it was, or maybe it was through email or however that was going to happen, but you guys were going to take us along for the journey. In fact, even prior to that, I remember being at a church service with y'all and Ben, you told me, well, we're getting ready to do something big. You didn't tell me what you said. It's something really crazy that God's Aww. putting on our heart. And I had no idea. And we've been friends a long time. I had no idea what it was, but take us from there. Yeah. So, um, I guess what, what led us to the place where we, we made the decision to adopt it, it began, like Stacy said, I think with a, with a, a desire in her heart for a daughter, we had two boys and it was simple. She, she just wanted a daughter, a daughter, you know, and, uh, um, that grew. And as, as that, that desire in her grew, God began working on my heart because I have to say, right at the beginning, I was the one that was like, uh, I, I don't think this is really for us. I just, I'm not, I'm not so sure about this. If God wanted us to have a daughter, he would have allowed us to. But in my family, my mom has an adopted sister and my mom's parents, they fostered kids at different times. So I think I was just very open to the idea of growing our family in a different way, even, um, Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't, uh, the way that maybe we thought it was going to go, um, or, you know, planned or whatever. It just seemed like a good fit. Yeah. Yeah. So through, through a, a series of, of God events is like, I, I like to say he really, um, just spoke loudly to me and made it clear that this was something that, that he wanted for our family and he wanted us to explore and, and not just explore, but walk down the road. So at every stage, it was just a, a, a step of faith. Uh, it was, a, you know, like, okay, God, well, if this is what you want, we'll just take that next little step and, and every little step. Well, you kind of got to a place where you just wanted the Lord to kind of tell you what you were supposed to do. Well, you said that to me. You said, well, he's just going to have to tell me that that's this is true, what we're right? supposed to do. Yeah. And that did happen. Yeah. So, so, well, I'll tell awesome. you. Because it's, yeah, it's actually the short really, version. Uh, the short version. It's a neat story. So we had gone to Washington, D.C. to visit Stacy's uncle who pastors out there, Pastor Jerry Staten, great guy. And the Saturday night before church, we were in the hotel room and we had the two boys, of course, and we had laid them down for bed. And no one knew at this point. No one knew. We hadn't talked to our parents. We hadn't talked to anybody. This was a discussion that was literally between Stacy, me and God. Mm-hmm. And we uh, the boys had gone uh, to sleep and we had um, a very tense conversation about 
we've either got to make the decision to move forward on this, or we've got to make the decision that we're not doing it. But this emotional roller coaster of uh-huh. going to, we're, and no, maybe not, we're going to, and then uh, no, it doesn't feel right. It, it's got to stop. So it, it was like, we've got to make the decision. And we've, and, and I was just like, well, babe, I, I need, I just need God to just say it. Like, just give me something. <laughs> and so we went to bed that night thinking, well, Lord, and I didn't want to force him to do something that of course was outside of his comfort zone because right. I felt like that wasn't God's will either. Yeah. And I, and I honor her for that. I honor my wife in that she respected my process to get there. Um, right. it, it was huge in that. And so the story goes the next day we get up, we go to church, we walk into church. And I'm thinking, how long is it going to take for God to speak to him? <laughs> Yeah. Us men are stubborn, Stacey. Hurry it. It's like, we're like, we heard, we already heard the Lord. Can you just tell him already? Right. <laughs> yeah. So we walk into the church and, and uncle Jerry walks up to the both of us, welcomes us to the service. Um, also just as a minor detail, our parents were traveling with us as well. So all of us went to church that morning, <clears throat> both Stacy's parents and my mom and dad. And, uh, Jerry walks up to us and he says, Hey, um, I want to have special prayer for you guys this morning. And Stacy and I kind of look at each other like, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, but all right, well, we'll do it. <laughs> um, so the service is going great. Um, Jerry gets to a point where he says, Hey, I'm very happy to have my family here. And I'd ask, I'd like my nephew and her husband or my niece and her husband to, to join us up here. And we'd like the church to surround them and pray for them. So extremely strong move of God in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. when we had that church of people who, frankly, we did not know them. They did not know us. We just knew right. that, you know, her, her aunt and uncle pastor of the church. And after the prayer in which Stacy and I both just, I mean, we were very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Jerry looking at me and taking his finger and pointing it kind of in my face as is common in the, <laughs> and he looks at us both and he says, whatever it is that God is asking you to do, you'd better say yes. Wow. Wow. I love that. And, and then we lost it again. And our parents are looking at us going, what in the world is going on here? But we didn't see each other the rest of the service. We just kind of sat there like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. but that was the tipping point for me. Uh, so, again, this, the journey. That's awesome. So, and that church leading into the next part of your story is a very multicultural let me say that again, is a very multicultural church. Right. And they, when we went and visited, there was over 30 nations represented. Right. Yeah. And it was so powerful. I thought this must be what heaven is like. Yeah. Just hearing everyone pray in their own, you know, in different languages, obviously in the, in the Holy Ghost, but in, they yeah. were all from different um, nations. Right. And so what would you guys say? Spoke to us in that. In that setting, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, because our family is multi, yeah, multinational. Red and yellow, black and white. We don't. Yes, like cultural is hard to say because now we all have the same culture. It's the culture of living for God and the culture right. of right church together. But we 
we don't match. We, yeah. When we, go to, <laughs> when, we, when we go to restaurants, a lot of people will say, well, here comes the United Nations. So, so where, where did you guys go from there thinking, um, you know, where are we going to adopt from it? Did you think about adopting here in America or did you already feel that drawing to go outside of the United States? So I think that initially, because I really wanted a little girl, we knew that the China program mm -hmm. was, um, a good place to start, uh, because they, um, have a lot of girls right. up for adoption. Um, and so we kind of looked at that route and quickly realized that, um, each country has different requirements and we didn't qualify for China at that time because, uh, of our ages. So, um, we talked with the agency and they said, we have a Taiwan program. If you guys want to look at that, you would qualify for that. They kind of went through different programs. Ethiopia was another one we qualified for. So, um, that was another God thing. Like I was praying one day and without getting into too much detail, the Lord really showed me that we were supposed to adopt from Taiwan. So we, um, signed papers and, um, just went on that, on that journey to Taiwan. So, yeah, we didn't really look at the U S because for a number of reasons, but I think we felt like, um, getting a girl, it'd be easier to go that route. Um, our hearts were just always drawn and we were right? always drawn to international yeah. adoption yeah. for sure. That's because you guys are missionaries at heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think so. We just brought the mission to uh indianapolis yeah. i do say like daily i feel like i'm just on the mission field here in my house yeah, yeah. Awesome. fun so you had so you got the girls from taiwan well so we adopted our oldest from taiwan and then um a couple years later we started down that journey again it may have been three or four years later but um our second daughter we actually adopted from china okay so by that time I had gotten older. So then we qualified no. <laughs> for China. <laughs> so, um, that was no longer, you know, a problem for us to, yeah, go that and way. And then from there, what happened? So then, um, it was, I don't know, maybe a couple years after that, uh, we started looking at the South Africa program because, um, we, really want, we love travel and we really wanted to go somewhere in Africa and travel. And I was like, well, that'd be fun to not just travel, but bring home some more kiddos. So <laughs> great about that one. I was always nervous going on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the luggage somewhere. Yeah. She, never know, never know who might just come home with you. you never know. So, um, anyway, we actually, um, looked at into the South Africa program. We even signed papers for South Africa. Um, and then it was only a couple months later, that was supposed to be like a three-year wait, um, to bring kids home from South Africa. But within a couple months, they reached out to us and said that if we were willing to switch to a different program, the Columbia program, that they had a sibling group that was already ready for a home. And so we, uh, definitely heard from God on that one and just, um, went that route and boy, are we super glad Yeah, that, that would have been one. Aww. We, uh, it, 
I tell people we would have had to have been willfully disobedient and rebellious to not take that step. And we were not ready in, in many regards. Mm. We're not on paper. It did not look like we were ready. But God had a plan. He had a purpose. He had. It a, felt rushed it at felt first. Initially, very rushed. Yeah. But we knew clearly that God had asked us to take another step of faith. And you know, by that time, taking a step of faith is always difficult. But mm-hmm. honestly, by that time, it's like, well, we'd seen God push us over the cliff enough times. It's like, okay, well, we might as well just jump this time because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and know, so right. that was the the twins, right? And, um, their their older brother brother. and their older brother. Okay. So is that, I'm counting Is that all seven that that gives us to the magic number that got you to the completed number of seven. Now, is there more children in your future? Uh, you know, we've had that question a lot and we, Mm -hmm. our, our answer to that question has changed slightly. Um, we got to the point where we would say, we don't know. Mm -hmm. You have to ask God. But I believe that at this point, I can, I, we can honestly answer that question now to say we feel very complete. Yeah. So okay. that's um, good. Yeah. That still leaves a crack in the door, you know, obviously, <laughs> because if God just chooses to club us over the head again, then yes. it's prerogative. And we're not planning to actively pursue there you go. adoption, yeah. but, okay. you know, that's good. I, I like that, that you guys are, are open for whatever God wants because it seems like as solid as the kingdom of God is. It's an ever moving, there's lots of parts moving all over the world. And it's, it's beautiful how God put you, those kids in your home um, with all the moving pieces about it. It's just a beautiful, beautiful masterpiece, really. It's a beautiful story. Yeah. Well, we're very honored to, to be a part of it. That's really the way we feel. It's like, we, how many, how many times we look at each other? Like, are are we really, is this really my life? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you guys, you know, are just the most genuine, loving mm-hmm. couple. And you can tell you, you have a good, strong marriage and you show that. And we love that. And you're, you guys have opened up your home and I'm sure they're just as much of a blessing to you all as you are to them. Um, but we just love your family dynamic. We uh, love how God has put you all together so perfectly. <laughs> For sure. So Stacy, what does your average day look like at your home and do you homeschool? I'll put two questions together there. So yeah, um, we do homeschool. Uh-huh. So um, our average day is very busy, but very planned out. You know, um, the kids, they kind of know our routine. Um, so in the mornings, it's usually just that trying to start the day off right. Um, we've tried to get the kids into a fairly good routine of, you know, having their time with the Lord in the morning. And that's one of the beautiful things that I love about homeschooling is it does allow us that special time of the day, the most important time of our day to have with Jesus. And, um, I've always felt very blessed to have that, that time with my kids, whether it's, you know, sitting by the fire, doing our prayer time together or, um, reading, you know, from one of my favorite Bibles that I read out of, you know, to them. Um, so yeah, we try to get that in first and then, and they kind of know like, okay, these certain chores have to be done each day. And so they just kind of do that. Um, and then, um, the older, the older ones, they, 
can do a lot of it just really on their own. Um, and I, I try with the younger ones to get as much time in with them as I can one-on-one with math, you know, with different ones that are struggling with this or that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're pretty busy with school and then we also, um, try to just have time to run errands, you know, in the afternoon or whatever that may look like, you know, we're usually wrap up our day by like one o'clock with school after lunch and stuff. We're usually done and the kids get to play outside or do whatever. And then, you know, the evenings usually have something going on (laughs) a lot of the time, especially now with the teenagers, you know, a lot pulling at them and it's fun though. So, and you have a lot of energy, so you're not like taking a nap or anything, right? Well, Ben's going to laugh. Not to laugh. <laughs> He's holding. <laughs> you're doing so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually may come across as a really high energy person. <laughs> but to be honest with you, if if I don't get my proper rest, I am like toast. So, <laughs> yeah. So with proper rest, I feel good, but, um, and I can, you know, get little bursts of energy, but, um, she can always take her a nap. I can. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Now getting one though is a different story, <laughs> right? I don't get naps very often, but I had to do, I had to do some work out at the camper the other day. And she said, I think I'm going to go with you because I'll probably be able to get a better nap. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I did. I went to the camper and took a nap. Yeah, nice. I love it. Well, you do. See, you actually do seem like a very high energy person. And I'm thinking with seven kids, I'm thinking moms on this call are probably like, she is amazing. How does she even do it? Because um, we do have a lot of young mamas on here that listen, as well as business people. So, what would you say to them? Like, how do you balance it all with being the mom of seven babies? So, um. I think that, you know, the most important thing, like I, I said, one of the most important things is definitely having a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, because there is so much on my plate and maybe that's why I don't feel like I'm a high energy person is because I have so many kids. And so it kind of takes it out. You know, um, if it would, if I didn't have that many kids, maybe I would be more high energy, <laughs> but I think that. <laughs> I think that definitely like routine is so important because it, it just establishes for everyone in the house, um, the day to day. Right. And so that really, really is super helpful with balancing, you know, it's the day to day expectations too. So everybody yeah. knows what to expect throughout the day. Yes. Right. And, um, so that really helps balance. And I think along with like that routine, you know, you have bedtimes and you have just those things that come into play where there's not really a question of, okay, well, what's today going to look like? And I know, and then too, that helps me to balance what I have going on. I know that, well, at this time of the day, it's going to be the end. Like they're going to be getting to bed, you know, and then I can just take a deep breath. Um, so I think routine is just so important and keeping things simple. Um, I think we try so hard to, run our kids hair, run them there. And and to some degree you do have to, but there's a lot of things you don't have to do. And, um, I feel like that, especially in big families, I hear this a lot from big families because we have close friends, you know, who have a big family. And, um, I think that 
sometimes people with only a couple of kids, they can be almost more busy than people with a lot of kids because they commit to too many things. Whereas if you're in a big family, your kids just kind of know you're not going to be doing soccer and music lesson and, you know, you know, volleyball, like we don't do all those things Mm -hmm. for seven kids. So I think keeping it simple and having a routine is so important. I think that's really encouraging to a lot of people listening because, you know, I know some young mamas with like two and they're like, oh, they're driving me crazy. You know, like they love them, but it's overwhelming. But I love that advice, you know, just keeping it simple and not feeling like you have to keep up with everyone else. You know, sometimes you see people who their families are very active in so many things. And we have a friend, we have some friends um, out here and they have a bigger family and they're just like, we just don't do that all. They get one thing, you know, and even then, like we can't be at everything. So it's just kind of, they don't set high expectations that I think the world puts on, oh, you have to be at every event. You have to do this, you have to do that. And it's just kind of like their kids know their love and they get to do some things, but they they also learn how to do work and different Mm -hmm. things too, so. And really your kids get to a place like, when they're little, you might feel like, oh man, I'm not doing enough or I feel so bad. You know, they feel left out as they get older. They really start to appreciate it. Yeah. They're like, thanks for not. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I think making it great. I think one thing that we try to do is recognize that everything that we do and how we run our family is establishing a, um, is, is establishing a benchmark for our children when they become adults and how they're going to run their family. So we are not right. only parenting them, we're teaching them how to parent because they're going to grow up and be parents. And so everything that we're doing, so like one thing that we, it's almost like our, our top thing is we guard our margin in, in time. Mm-hmm. So um, where we have determined we are not going to allow outside pressures and influence to overtake our our margin and our pace of life obviously necessity dictates that life speeds up and slows down at certain seasons right you you sure. busy and then it wanes back a little bit but in all of that flexibility of life we work really hard to say we are going to maintain the margin in our life we're not going to have every second of every day booked and scheduled and committed. That's um, good. We need time as a family just to be together at yes. home as a family and not have something we have to run and go do because I love it. Spontaneous, amazing moments, uh, time to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Well, guys, you are such a special couple. You really are. You're so special to us, um, but you guys are doing such great things. We have so many more questions, so many things we want to know. Um, and we just, we, we've got to close up for today, but would you guys come on for a, a how home part two? Hey, absolutely. Yeah. We'd love to do that. That'd be great. <laughs> Let's do that. And then we can, we can talk a little bit more. I want to make sure, you know, you guys know you're special to us too. And our That's friendship right. goes back so, so yes. far. And, uh, it's funny now, Brent, you and I are sitting here across from microphones with each other, which there's a whole different, like, you know, thing that goes along with that too. So we yes, love, absolutely. 
we've been we've been recording into microphones since we were what like 15 or something <laughs> yeah yeah probably great time outside. yeah yeah Aww. well guys we love you we're gonna um say goodbye to everybody today but thank you so much for being on we really appreciate your time today yeah it was our pleasure we're definitely looking forward to the next time we can get together with how part two and your family and um we want to thank everybody for joining us today and just remember faith takes balance and balance takes faith we'll talk to you next week Thank you so much for joining us today with Balancing Life with the Browns. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts. And if you would do us a favor, please take a picture of this podcast and share it to social media so others can join us in Balancing Life with the Browns.